Welcome to episode 29 of the Dominionated Podcast 20 or 20. I'm your host, Mackenzie Cameron. Uh, As you might have noticed, I took a week off last week just so I could work more at my day job. I don't know, man. I'm so tired. I'm so tired that when I connected with Stephen Cam from the great Toronto uh, noisy folk rock band, what we'll call them, Hobby, that I thought it would be a really great idea to lean into this bit they were doing on Instagram uh, when they when they were putting out their album Weed a few weeks ago uh, about how they were looking for a manager. So yes, you are about to hear me pose questions to Steve and Cam of Hobby as if I was auditioning to be their manager. I think it worked, uh, as in I'm now Hobby's manager. (laughs) No, no, you know, I think it actually got us talking about some cool stuff, and we dug into the psyche of Hobby a little bit, so no regrets. Some regrets? Uh, Whatever, I don't care. That's what's coming up, but first, here is Hobby with a track from Weed. This is Tough It Out. Hobby, welcome to 20 or 20. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, yeah. Uh, before we get going, I want to do two, uh, two things. First, can I get each of you to uh, introduce yourselves and say what you do in the band? Uh, and then I will uh, explain how this whole shebang is going to work. Does that sound okay to you? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Okay, I'm uh, Steve the Sleeve Pittman. <laughs> and I... Uh... I sing lead vocals and play rhythm guitar. Uh, welcome, Steve the Sleeve. Thank you for being here. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Cam Fraser, and I I sing lead vocals and play lead guitar. <laughs> Cam, why don't you have a catchy nickname uh, like Steve the Sleeve? <laughs> I just made that up right now. <laughs> well, no one calls him the Sleeve. Not yet. I hope not yet. Yeah. I. I, it's catchy. It's catchy. Um, 
So how this show works is I have about 20 questions to, to ask uh, Cam and Steve from Hobby, and I have about 20 minutes to do so. If we go past 20 minutes, I probably won't ask 20 questions. If I ask 20 questions and we answer them all in under 20 minutes, then, you know, we'll get to go outside earlier than we expected. Awesome. Does that sound okay? Perfect. Sounds great. Okay, Cam and Steve, I'm starting my timer here now, and uh, I, I I usually start by asking where you guys are from, but I, I I understand you guys are in need of a manager. We are. Desperately. Desperately. So what, ta- what tasks are you hoping for your new manager to perform? Was, like I'm an artist and we need we need to get in touch with the folks at Spotify we ha- we can't yeah. find them <laughs> yeah we don't know how to get on a Spotify playlist and it seems that's the key to the industry <laughs> <laughs> well yes and then thank and then thanking them for putting you on mm-hmm. the playlist which will lead, lead yeah. to more playlists so you know I'm uh, hearing this I must admit I, I kind of think I might be the person for this job um I know I'm interviewing you here but I'm kind of wondering if like the tables were just turned like maybe we can kind of skip to the part of the interview process where you uh, ask if I have any questions for you, for you about the job at hand. Does that sound OK? Uh, you know, at the, you know at the end of the interview where you're like, do you have any questions for us? And you're always like, ah, is this a trick question? That's where that's where we're at in the interview process here. So first things first, as your manager, you're currently based out of Toronto. Is that correct? Yes. Could that be a mistake? could that be a mistake it's very expensive here uh there's nowhere to play anymore might you consider relocating somewhere else for the sake of the i would love to leave yeah (laughs) toronto's pretty much ruined so we're looking at trying to ruin either hamilton or montreal next or guelph or guelph guelph ontario yeah i like guelph love guelph have you lived in toronto for a long time like are you are you do you feel very attached to the city yeah, I was born here. I've lived here like my whole life, but I lived in Halifax for like two years. Yeah. And yeah, I'm very attached. I know the city very well. Just moved in with my girlfriend, so I'm even more attached <laughs> to the city. Does she have an opinion of where you might move to next? Um, well, so she, she wanted to stay in Toronto, but she uh she just finished a uh, horticulture um pre apprenticeship, so Seems like, you know, wherever um, the plants need wherever to grow. Wherever the plants need to grow, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, there are some parks in Toronto, but not that many. So on this new album you guys have called Weed, there's a song called Halliburton, yeah. which is a great song, by the way. Yeah. Uh, might it be a good idea to move to Halliburton and attempt to turn it into a sort of local anthem, a la mm. Bob Cajun by The Tragically Hip? Yeah, I think you might Bob be able Cajun, to. Bob Cajun no. is a lot more flattering on Bob Cajun than our, our Halliburton, yeah. probably. <laughs> I've had a lot of weird, very weird times in Halliburton. That's kind of what that song's about. So, <laughs> but maybe they don't need to know that. Like, you might be able right. to tap into that tourism market. Might be good for business. Yeah, we can trick them. Yeah, we could trick, trick the Halliburtonians. They they don't really like outsiders though. In Halliburton, especially Torontonians. There's a line in that song about getting a fight with a, <laughs> a townie, as they say. <laughs> Did you get into a fight with a townie? Almost. Well, and that's the lyric almost caught in the fight. Almost yeah. did, yeah. Okay, so we'll cross Halliburton off the list, uh, and I guess I, I guess we're staying in Toronto then. I guess there's nothing you can nothing we can yeah, do about for that. Now. For a year. Okay. Yeah, I got a job here, you know. These are all things that keep us in, in uh, places that seem like they don't want us here anymore. <laughs>
let's move on then. You, you've got this new album called Weed. Um, as your manager, I would have to ask, is it really a good idea to name your album uh, after a drug? You might scare off some potential fans. Uh, is there a reason that it needs to be called Weed? We we had a big band yeah. discussion, like this a very a long very, band discussion. Over probably a full year. Yeah, <laughs> of, of whether or not we should name it that. Um, and we went back and forth a few times of being like, yeah, we're definitely, we have to name it that. And then it was we, always weed. And then we said, we said, no, there's, we can't name it that. Like, you know, Duncan and Foster, they had, they had good, um, good points for why we maybe shouldn't, um, shouldn't call it that. Yeah, but... we were the, we were the pro weed. Yeah, we were on yeah, the weed side. They were on the that's a fucking the, bad idea. Uh, yeah. Have you ever considered kicking them out of the band? No, um, no absolutely not. <laughs> we we really really so, need them. Yeah. yeah, I love them. Well, I think weed is a, is an appropriate name for the album. Uh, it sounds like weed. I um, thought I yeah. think so. <laughs> I'm glad you think so. Yeah, I've got that came across a little yeah. bit. But now, see, when I Google the uh, weed hobby, uh, all the all that comes up are people posting on Reddit uh, asking things like, is smoking weed a hobby? Right. Uh, I'm curious if you guys have any thoughts on either SEO or whether smoking weed is indeed a hobby. I think it's a hobby. It definitely can kill a lot of time. <laughs> it can kill a lot of time. People can get very into it with yeah. their paraphernalia and their strains and this and that. Like and can, uh... You can grow weed. I guess that's different than smoking weed as a hobby, I guess. <laughs> Growing weed might be more of a hobby than smoking weed. Um, I feel like I feel like weed is something that you do to like um, texture other hobbies. Yeah. Ah, like all right, I'll I'll take it. I yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna say that I've done that, but I've done that. But growing weed is definitely a hobby. Yeah. That requires time and patience job. and commitment. Or a job. Yeah, or a job, for sure. And, and I mean, making music is a hobby. Is a hobby or, or, a, or a job. maybe a job. And we definitely toe the line between that. We're in the gray, we're in the gray zone here. It's okay. It's everything's a little bit a little bit uh, a little bit blurry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what happens when you know, weed is your hobby. So mm -hmm. Another bit of housekeeping here. Uh, there is a pandemic going on right now. Uh, so as your potential new manager, I must ask, uh, was it really a good idea to release this album uh, during a pandemic? What were you guys thinking? Uh, we like we just kind of had to get it out. It had been like finished almost for. Well, a year. no, I mean, we we had a plan to play yeah. some festivals last summer, but um, and we sent out a bunch of applications. Um, we got and, some and we were kind of um, trying to rush the the latter half of the production of the record to sync that up in yeah, time with those shows um and then when everything uh went the way it went we were just like well we can actually you know take our time with it and have some fun and not worry about it and um you know the existential dread and all that so we did that for a while and uh, put it out when finally when we were like well we gotta mm -hmm. ship it eventually yeah some state of being done for a very long time yeah <clears throat> like it was like you know Getting like the final touches took the final touches took about a two years. <laughs> okay, that's no, like a year. Yeah. Are, is there potential for uh, shows this year? Do you see any potential for that in the uh, in the near future? Uh, like no, but a friend of ours owns a bar mm. where they have the bar set up so it's like a glass front, and last summer they did have bands playing behind the glass with the glass closed kind of in like a aquarium type situation <laughs> to the street and they have asked us to play 
So we're considering so we're that. considering it if, you know, if it all goes <laughs> well. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I, I don't knows? like to speculate yeah. about what's going to go on. So but No, no I, it's a bit, it's a fruitless task to speculate for sure. I can't see it returning anytime soon, though. Performing in a glass box might be good, though. There, I feel like that's not um, unprecedented. Um, I think, did PJ Harvey record an album uh like in a in a museum, uh, like she was behind the glass recording the album, and you could go watch her record that the album. Familiar. It's like you know, bagism, boxism, and now we're in the final frontier of boxism, which is the internet. It's it's like a box. So you could just yeah, you could just live stream the whole recording of your album. You could be in a box while live streaming it. Um, du- yeah, double it up. We're there, <sighs> guys. We're figuring it all out right now. <laughs> I think we're making good progress. Um, so, you know, listening to Weed, your album, uh, which I love, there's incredible guitar playing over this thing. There's a great Willie Nelson cover on there. But I did notice, I know it's not a Willie Nelson cover, it was a joke. Uh, but I did notice that you've gone for a sound that's a bit lo-fi. Um, and I even noticed that more on that song that I previously brought up, Without a Farm, it's especially lo-fi. Uh, why the commitment to this lo-fi sound? Like, might it have been better to go for something a bit more crisp? I just think it suits the music. Also, I didn't think weed was that lo-fi. <laughs> I thought it was like fairly fi, fairly in the middle. You know, it wasn't a. I wouldn't call that a lo-fi record. But I mean, lo-fi is one of those terms these yeah, days where, like, most like, people know lo-fi because of that fun twenty-four hour uh, YouTube video uh, to study to. I wouldn't study to our record weed. But that's not what the differentiation between lo-fi and not. I mean, like we recorded it hi-fi, yeah, and then, the, and then mixed we it mixed down. it down a bit to like degrade the quality somewhat using like tape and and some fun other uh, plugins and stuff. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's kind of what I mean. Like, um, what do you like about that sound? Like, what do you like mm-hmm. about it, it, it? That it's is it just that it serves the music? For yeah, and just I find I don't know. I like warm sounding stuff. Yeah, Steve loves that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I also think for me personally, like I, you know, I don't work in um, audio engineering like Steve does, but um, I think that there's a lot of, you know, creative expression that you can get through that. And for this batch of songs, especially because it, it, you know, it's a little bit less singer songwritery than some of the stuff we've been working on and a little bit more, um, uh, I don't dissonant. know, dissonant, sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something to, the like, degrading the quality a little bit kind of acts like a bit of a glue and it sticks everything together and, and kind it's of it's a crutch and a, and a huge <laughs> crutch yeah yeah there you go well there you go i i uh, was walking around listening to it feeling like um you i was thinking about that song uh uh by the beach boys maybe uh i just wasn't made for these times i'm mm-hmm. thinking that that everything sounds very crisp these days and you can make things sound really crisp just in from you know recording in your in your bedroom yeah well that's the thing we we really didn't want to make it sound digital right because it's it's easy to just make something sound digital right now um with that being said it's like we did record it all digitally (laughs) (laughs) that is true and then from there worked backwards yeah just because of the state of my studio at the time i think yeah well there you go so you guys mentioned uh before we started talking that you're working on maybe a new record already. Uh, but I'm wondering, uh, would you be opening opening to like a deluxe version of uh, of the album, some remixes, getting some guest vocal surprises on there? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, there's a bit of a fuck you attitude to some of the vocals on here. Some irreverence, I would say, mm-hmm. might be off-putting to potential fans. Could you get some like a, some sweeter sounds on there? Maybe well, that's, a pop vocals. That's the whole point of the next record. Pretty <laughs> much, is it's like three-part harmony, like pop music. So okay, that's so interesting that you say that because when I saw you guys live, I it was this moment where I had was outside. I didn't. I never heard of your band before. I was there to see my other friend's band. I walked in the door, and you guys started. Pl- I keep bringing the song up, but you started <laughs> playing the song without a farm, and I I couldn't believe I couldn't believe those the huge harmonies. They were so powerful. And then I listened to this album, Weed. <laughs> Not no harmony. They aren't really like, there. Like zero yeah. zero harmonies. There's I one think. harmony on the whole record, yeah. and it's in the first song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you are co- you are course correcting there. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a couple different ideas on where to kind of lead the band and lead the different albums as isolated projects and like you know we had fun with weed um and doing our best to do that kind of vibe and now we can move on and the next step is definitely more three-part harmonies four-part if we can figure it out probably not gonna happen three-part at least though we can guarantee well it was like this that album weed is kind of like me and cam have lived together for a very long time and we didn't know each other when we moved in but when we when i moved into his place about four years ago we we're like let's start a post-punk band and uh i guess then we started writing like the first hobby record and i guess this weed is kind of like the idea that we had initially yeah. for this band mm. yeah and now it's out of our system <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we can start writing our our folk music hits our hit our hit folk rock now <laughs> yeah I mean, I hear, I hear them that it, that the hits are there. So maybe, maybe it's all worked out for the best in a way that this this record has come out during the pandemic. You've got it out of your system, and now you can get to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Okay, okay, guys, I I see big things in your future, especially if I'm uh, if I'm uh, directing the ship here. Um, a thing I've been told by I was told this by um a band from Trenton, Ontario called uh, Arms Length. They're an emo band, and they are blowing up on TikTok. Oh, yeah. So, okay. TikTok is where you got to be if you really want to pop with the kids these days. Yeah. Would you consider spending a significant amount of time on TikTok uh, for for hobby? You already do. No, but I'd do it for sure. You I, would I, do I, it. TikTok. Because I would say, like, your Instagram is a bit underused. Your Twitter is a bit underused. Would, you know, would it just, would it just, like, end up in the social media graveyard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, so yeah. far, our extent of use of social media has just been, like, parody, essentially. Yeah. Like, we, and, like. I we, treat it the way I think about it, you know? <laughs> like, I, I'm not a big fan of it. And, like, the only way I can, like sort of use it without feeling weird is by making, making fun, fun of, of it. it or us or, or both or other people who take it very seriously yeah some sort of parody know, has like, to be involved but mm-hmm. hopefully we can find a manager maybe like yourself hopefully who can, can grow uh, up yeah, yeah. We, can grow <laughs> we can grow out of this and i mean does to the, to the world that <laughs> social media does it bum you guys out though that like you know to be in a band like that it's this like it's this other part of being in a band that like you that kind of like needs to happen even though it yeah. doesn't actually have anything it's, to do with it's it. It's incredibly demoralizing. Yeah, uh, it's, I can't yeah, stress I can't, enough yeah, how same. how horrible it makes me feel. Um, <laughs> it's like a huge hurdle to jump over to find the motivation to even like 
create art sometimes. And especially this year, I mean, like, I, I love playing live music. That's why I'm in the game and uh, the game. Game, and um game of, <laughs> the game of string. music that's why i'm I, I that's why i do it that's why i love it and so like all of the parts that i love about it have been taken away and now what's left is like oh well you, you have instagram and i'm like oh that's the part that i hate and that i have to begrudgingly yeah. do so you know I'm, I'm stuck with all the parts i hate and i don't get to do all the parts i love so this year's been tough but i think tiktok might be the the ticket the diamond in the rough for me you know because I, I was thinking a lot of TikToks about Kratom, and I, I actually got a lot of views on some of them because <laughs> there's a nice instant gratification with TikTok because it goes so quick, I find. So you're a fan? I'm not a fan, but I'll use it, you know? I am good at it, you know? <laughs> I mean, it might be your guy's ticket. I was also thinking you could uh, you could adopt some sort of gimmick. Like, what if you all started wearing masks, like a uh, masked country crooner, uh, right, slash like friend of Dippo, of Orville Peck? Or, I don't, well, I wasn't going to say Orville yeah. Peck, but we're all, we're all thinking Orville Peck right now. I'm more Diplo. I'm more of MF Doom kind of <laughs> yeah. mask vibes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. It might work. I mean, it might make posting easier because you can kind of hide behind uh, the mask. You don't have to show your true self on... Uh, on social media. I don't know. Something to consider. Something okay. to consider. All right. Uh, okay. So if I'm your manager, we're obviously going to be hitting the road eventually, you know, once we all get this, that sweet yeah. jab. Uh, and since we, we're going to be spending so much time in the van together, we're obviously going to need to bring some CDs with us. Okay. Uh, and I was thinking, what better artist to listen to while, you know, traversing this great land than Neil Young? Do we like Neil Young? Can we talk about Neil we Young? Love, sure. Neil yeah. Young. We're, we're big Neil Young fans. Yeah. Okay. So, you each get to bring three Neil Young albums with you uh, to add to my CD wallet when we hit the road. What are you bringing? Uh, Harvest, obviously. On the beach. And I like, uh, what's that one called? Zuma. Zuma? Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Zuma. Yeah, yeah, those would be mine also. <laughs> those okay, are those, are, those are three good ones. I'm going to add uh, Time Fades Away. Yeah. After the Gold Rush. After the yeah, Gold Rush after is gold, fucking sweet. And uh, tonight's the night, probably. Hey, yeah. there. That's a that's a lo-fi uh, warm record. Yeah, sounds kind of like you guys. Maybe. Yep, like Rust Never. At least side A of Rust Never Sleeps. Yeah, is that their finger. live live one? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's the only recording of Power Powderfinger with the whole band. And that's like his best song. Best song? No, it's not his best song. It's one of his best songs, though. See, I think Thrasher is also one of his best songs, and that's where Thrasher is as well. Mm -hmm. So I think we might have to bring that as well. Are there any other uh, CDs that you must bring with you at all? Is there, are there, what's, what, what albums need to come with you when we hit the road, when we do world tour? What are we going to be listening to? I need to know what I'm getting myself well, into I mean, here. What are the country teasers? <laughs> country teasers. But I don't know about that. That might get, that might kind of destroy the tour. Yeah. I, I, um, the one that I really enjoyed last time we played, I think the last. Let's think about when we've toured. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay, last, yeah, last yeah. time we played Sudbury, which is a bit of a hike up there. I, I brought along my uh, two disc CD um, uh, speaker box and the Love Below yeah, by Outcast, really and I personally really love that. It's long as hell, but it's I mean, good. if you got a long car ride ahead of you, it's very fun, very fun. Definitely not bringing Deep Purple's greatest hits. Oh yeah, Deep Purple's greatest hits was, was awful, a terrible. CD. It was so bad. It was a struggle to get through, actually. Yeah. Uh, same with Paul McCartney's greatest hits. Don't need that. <laughs> Those um, are the ones that we threw out the we window. We could bring Paul McCartney too, though. That's a pretty good record. 
It has temporary secretary on it, which is so not good. Man. A terrible song. But. Okay, uh, when I when I saw Paul McCartney uh, play Cops Call See Me, played that song, people loved it. It was people a good moment. It. Yeah, it it's, was a good it's, moment. It's a crazy song. The lyrics are kind of fucked up, but the the arpeggiator on it's pretty cool. Man, hearing temporary secretary <laughs> at Cops Call See Him, I'm jealous. I'm yeah, jealous. That's that a, that's an amazing sweet. experience. It was pretty good. Me and my dad were there. Drinking beers, singing along, right on. It was, it was nice. We um, we caught the John Prine concert last year. Yeah, that was we pretty did. good. That was fun. All yeah, their parents. Yeah. That, was, that was great. Okay, so uh, we're almost we are out of time here. So as your new manager, I obviously want to expand my managing enterprise. Um, are there any other Canadian or Toronto-based musicians that I should also try to manage that uh, you think are worthy of my of my expertise like, and my time? Like that need it. <laughs> or uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that need it or like you know that just might be that uh, might benefit me monetarily whatever whatever works right <laughs> um westlaken well yeah we gotta shout our gotta buddies share, our buds. Uh, yeah um, we love we love the west lakers so the, when the west lakers were on this show uh <laughs> they they shouted out you as well <laughs> oh well i mean yeah, yeah tit for tat there you go um i don't know some love for them we have a friend of ours. Um, he's a bit of a uh, enigmatic character in Toronto. He goes by the name Cladney. Oh yeah. And he has a band, and he and we're, we're, he he is not only is he might might he be the ticket for some monetary success. Yeah. But he could also desperately yeah use it. He has so much of a lack of direction. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nah, I'm joking. That's unfair. That's unfair. Yeah. <laughs> We're uh, we're also we're in also that band, his band. So, <laughs> we're, we're just we're just talking a bit of shit. Yeah, okay, we, what's that? But what's that band called? Okay, so you guys have used this opportunity to recommend your own other band. It's called Cladney. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're actually gonna put out probably a record uh, under that band in the next year or so. Yeah, um, once. But uh, Evan Evan can use some some uh, yes. some guidance, some managerial guidance, as as well as we could like. I mean, yeah. we're we're really just scraping the bottom of the barrel for what we got, so we need yeah. some help. Well, you know, I I guess here I am. Like, do you guys have any cues for me? Like, do I do I get the job? Well, um, what experience do you have managing? No, no, none, but I I think None. a lot about. It. I think a lot. You about think about it. it, yeah. Yeah, I think about it. You Can know? you get us the vaccine? Yeah. Can you get us in talks with Dynalone Records? <laughs> Uh, let's see. I mean, maybe, yo, Dino, Dino Records. We are an all boy band. Okay. I got to show out here. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, no, that's, uh, that's real actually. You can get Dino <laughs> I Fuck. I said what I, I said. I wouldn't say. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> right on. All right. Right on. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be a big rock band in Ontario, the only way to do it is either sign to Dino Loan or, uh, sign, get signed in the States. So. Well, I mean, yeah. if you're going to be our manager, maybe you can help us with this. Do you do you have a we're, we're trying to come up with a band beef because that's a good way of getting some good PR. Yeah, I kind of so really like good. Beef really Daniel good. Romano. You wanted to beef Daniel Romano? I want to beef Daniel Romano and have a sing off with him. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a good idea. I mean, I, I feel like um, he he uh, he puts out a lot of music. You might guys might need to up your imp, uh, output, I guess. Right, right, right. Yeah. Shit. He also can sing really well. Well, I think we already lost <laughs> yeah, the sing off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you. I think I think you should uh, aim lower. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Lower. Yeah. 
or hi- or higher, I guess. Like, what about Monster Truck or uh, the Sheepdogs? Yeah, I got a bone to pick with Avril Lavigne too. Yeah, so. I want to oh. get Avril Lavigne on the on the CBC and get her to kickflip on national. See TV. if she can do a kickflip on national TV. Yeah. Yo, do you guys follow her on Instagram? No, she <laughs> she skateboards. Oh, Avril's big flip. Might Avril's happen. big flip might happen. It, it can be yeah. for a good cause, maybe, or or maybe for our next record. Yeah, we can get Factor to give us money through that. Do you know anyone in, in who yeah, works what, with yeah. Factor? What do, you, do you know how to write a grant? <laughs> do I know how to write a grant? Have you ever successfully written a grant? And I have not. I I know. I, I do know people who have successfully written grants, though. How about that? Well, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, it sounds like uh, I have the job. I appreciate uh, this opportunity, uh, Hobby, and I appreciate you guys uh, joining me on this call and uh, on this podcast. It's great to connect with you, and congrats on the new record, Weed. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us also. Twenty or Twenty is brought to you by Dominionated, Canada's best Canadian-only music website, in my opinion. To discover your next favorite Canadian artist, follow us at Dominionated on all the social platforms. Visit the site dominionated.ca and please tell your friends to do the same. Our theme song and original music is by my friend Taylor Barrow, who I haven't seen in too long. You can follow him at a really slow runner on Instagram. No vowels in that other than the A. The show is produced by me, Mackenzie Cameron. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mackenzie Cameron. No vowels in Cameron. Please like and subscribe and rate or whatever on your preferred podcast platform. You can email me mac at dominionated.ca if you have any questions or anything like that. Like, uh, why do you take a week off? I was tired. I was working. I don't know, man. Uh, you can also subscribe to Dominionated's Patreon page. We have a new, uh, we're approaching a new month. I guess we're in a new month as of today. So we have a new exclusive song ready to uh, to drop for you. Uh, so sign up $1 a month. And yes, you get that song. And I believe an exclusive playlist from uh, made by the artist whose song we are featuring, who I think is going to be on this podcast uh, weeks from now. Anyways, thank you to Steve the Sleeve and Cam from Hobby for being on the show and putting up with my bullshit. Uh, And thanks to you for listening. Next week on the show, if all goes according to plan, Winnipeg band Virgo Rising will be here. I know I said that last episode too, so let's hope it is true this time. Until then, be well. Peace.